Hey guys, Dennis here with Revog Games. I'm joined by Joshua Veyers, all the way in South Africa. Yes, and we're back this time early. Usually we're late, but now we're yeah. early. We just had an episode last Friday, so not a ton, ton of news. Um, but there is some stuff to talk about. Some rumors, uh, little little nuggets here and there. Um, how are you doing, Josh? I'm doing pretty good, actually. Um, I don't know what happened. I don't know if it's because the strikes ended or whatever, but the electricity situation got a bit better. Mm -hmm. uh, for the past um, four or five days, I have had electricity like nonstop, which is uh, you really Rare. like it, it, it makes you it also just makes you realize how much you fucking appreciate it. You know what I mean? Like, um, really, I was appreciating it. We're back on like we, we are now back on a schedule, but it's very minimal to the point mm -hmm. where it hasn't even affected me yet. Like it's it's I've only had power out while I'm sleeping or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Or it'll, uh, and, and now to, and now it's for at most it'll be out for two hours. You know what I mean? Sometimes less, which is not that bad. Mm hmm. Uh, so it's, it seems like it's getting better, which I'm I'm happy about. But I'm doing good. Got a lot of uh, got a lot of gaming in recently. I'm mm. gaming a lot more. I went through a dry spell. I think it was a couple of weeks ago. I remember us doing a podcast. And you were like, "What have you been playing?" And I was like, "Ah, oh, nothing. I just haven't been in the mood to game or anything." And now it's been like constant. I've I've been playing. I've been gaming daily for weeks now. You know, I don't. Did, yeah, I, I, I know we talked. I know we talked about. It, but I don't know if we talked about it on air about how there was kind of like this break that we had to take after elden ring like i played yeah, so I needed, much elden break. ring like every yeah, day gaming, all gaming fatigue dude yeah gaming and, fatigue 100 percent. and i just kind of had to i and i was still playing stuff but it was just like little bits here and there i just kind of had to really you know take a break because that was just so much and don't get me wrong i loved it but it was it was a lot it was a lot so yeah i never take a whole break from action like action adventure anything that was a third person action adventure game i just i couldn't play mm -hmm. like i think after Elden ring i took like a, a couple of like days break and then i just played first person shooters for weeks i was like no mm. um and i did I, I had a fantastic Elden ring experience i wouldn't trade it for anything in the world but man it's it's like i binged that game so hard that yeah i had it's so consuming it's so consuming it's so consuming yeah and in the in the best way possible yeah. of course you know yeah. but yeah i've been gaming a lot lately which I'm, I'm happy about just i think i told you before we recorded this I just pre-ordered slash paid for the um, Spider-Man uh, remastered coming mm -hmm. to PC. Even though I've already like beat the game, I've one hundred percent that game when it came out, uh, wow. and I did it in like two, I did it in like two days because I really enjoyed it. Literally, like I, I borrowed Damn. the game from a friend, finished it in like two days. It, it's a relatively short game story-wise, um, but yeah, uh, I'll get it again just for that swinging mechanic. I, I wish it was Miles Morales, but. I believe we're getting that next year on PC mm -hmm. or like early next year, hopefully, because mm -hmm. um, I haven't played that yet. And story wise, I'm looking forward to that. And then I also just bought myself Riders Republic because it was on like a 60 percent off sale, which we covered a while ago. And I said, yeah, it looks cool. I'd rather play Steep because it's because I own Steep and I didn't know at the time, but it's technically a sequel to Steep, which makes sense because of how incredibly similar they are mm -hmm. in <laughs> in genre. Uh, and they've uh, tweaked it. It looks a lot better. So I'm going to play that right after this podcast. I'm looking forward to that. That looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. Cool. All right. Let's get to, into the first topic, which is kind of it's it's a news piece, but then also kind of a rumor speculation piece, which is yeah. here's the news part of it. So Netflix, we all know, like recently, they've kind of been hit hard with their numbers in terms of their earnings, the loss of subscribers. 
um, you know, due to several things. Because during the pandemic, it was like, oh, man, Netflix is going to break it in because, you know, everyone's just going to be sitting at home and watching Netflix and whatever. But then what happened was there was competition. There was a few different things. One, there was competition, right? You, you started to have a lot of the other services starting to step up and get some more um, recognition and, and more yeah, fan base. Disney Plus are great, man. Disney Plus, Disney Plus Apple Plus, or Apple TV Plus. I forgot the, the, the actual official name. you got HBO Max. You've got Paramount Plus. You've got Showtime. Besides that. Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso was like their biggest show. Yeah, yeah, dude, I loved Ted Lasso. Was freaking phenomenal. Yeah, so Ted Lasso, it, it, you know, that's kind of their big hit. So all these other services have kind of eaten some of uh, Netflix's market share, and they kind of lost subscribers. Mm -hmm. This, you know, uh, they had to lay off a lot of people, close down different divisions, different projects had to be cut, and then they all there was also a thing where they were just churning out so much content without actually marketing. Um, yeah. And they had too many, too many similar shows as well, but that was even an issue before the pandemic. Like I'd say from 2018 yeah. onwards, that's when they really, they kind of flooded themselves with content. It, they had so many shows that were like so similar at the time. Like I could, I could, I could describe one show and you could think of three of them. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. quirky teen doesn't fit in yeah. high school yeah. comedy family show about him and his life. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, except maybe there were a couple twists and turns for diversity on different shows, but they were all the same. And it was just like, and it sucks because a lot of them were good, but it's an issue of like, they weren't good enough to get a sequel. And a lot of people get upset about that because their favorite show on Netflix will get canned or won't get a sequel because it didn't do as well as what they thought it would have. And yeah, like, there has been some fantastic have... shows that's been canceled. Uh, and that th only has themselves to blame, man. They put out too much content, too, too much, much content, too not, not enough marketing and getting behind like a particular IP. Instead, they were just focused on just churning out content and some of it being subpar. Um, yeah, like, you know, some of my favorite ones that got canceled were Mindhunters, Glow, mm -hmm. uh, Dark Crystal, Resistance. Those three come to the top of mind of like shows that were canceled before they sh should have been. And they were high quality uh, what shows. What was that uh, cannibal one? Santa Clarita Diet? Yeah, I heard that was good. I never watched it, but I heard it yeah. was good. But but anyways, the whole reason we're talking about this on this video games channel is, one, uh, Netflix is going to start uh, an ad-supported tier, much like how HBO Max started one. So basically, right now, I think, I forgot the exact price. I think it's like nine ninety nine or something like that for, for a regular subscription to Netflix. So they want to do a cheaper yeah. service that is ad-supported. And they're teaming up with... like 12 or thirteen ninety nine if you want, like... HD. That's what I have. That's what I have. That's yeah. what I have. Like you gotta like I think it's like ten dollars for like non HD and then you gotta pay like thirteen dollars or something more for like the full HD experience yeah. or so I'm guessing they're gonna do something seven ninety nine, six ninety nine, something you know, a lesser one to compete against, you know, you know, Apple TV I doesn't see cost a lot. Six ninety nine working possibly, you know. Par yeah, Paramount I, I, has I, one. I think it's steep. I think it's steep for something with ads, but they could get away with six ninety nine. Yeah, five ninety nine would be the point. Like that would be good. That just yeah. sounds better as well. Five ninety nine. That sounds good, man. Yeah. So they're teaming up with Microsoft to who's going to do the the back end support system for the ad supporting. So you know, obviously Google's the big ad ad. Uh, yeah. Guys, ad and Microsoft guy, Microsoft is is obviously a lot smaller than Google in the advertising uh, business, but they are still pretty big. A few billion. I, I don't remember the exact amount, but they 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 do bring in a lot, and they have the system. So 
that is definitely happening. That's the news. That's like, okay, Netflix next 2023, they're going to have an ad supported system and Microsoft is going to be a partner in that and they're going to support it. Who knows how many, I don't know what the contract year is for, but I'm assuming it's not a short amount of time. You know, it's yeah. got to be at There's least five, you- five, six years at least. Yeah. They're still going to use Amazon Web Services for all their like um, their cloud infrastructures and stuff. Mm-hmm. They said it's not going to conflict with anything Microsoft related. Mm-hmm. Um, so it really is just purely for ad revenue, nothing else. Yeah. So now the question is, the rumor and speculation is that perhaps Microsoft will look into acquiring Netflix um, for several reasons. I'm a, I mean, one... Microsoft tends to, and this is kind of why we kind of made that prediction about them buying uh, Activision Blizzard uh, uh, less than a year ago before it was announced, was that Activision Blizzard was in a, you know, in a very vulnerable state. And Microsoft, with the tons of cash that it does, likes to pick up things for a good deal. I still don't know why no one picked up uh, the, uh, whatchamacallit, ADIS, uh, ADIS uh, Montreal, whatever. That's a whole other story that we talked about before yeah. with Tomb Raider. Yeah. That, thing, that thing was a steal. I don't know why no one, Sony, Microsoft, whoever the hell didn't, didn't pick still, that up. I still think it's just so that, <laughs> I still think it's so that Square Enix can be easily acquired by Sony. Possibly. Like, I, why I, out? Dude? But then why, why, why in Sony? Tomb Raider? Why I don't know. And, and like, for a fraction know. of the cost, Dennis. A fraction yeah. of the yeah. cost. I didn't. It's not like they sold these IP and company for like huge amounts of money, no. or for like, or even like a decent amount. Like they were selling them all for um, for nothing. They were. They like, were. It was like a garage sale. It was a garage sale. Um, but a garage sale of great IP. So, relating that to Activision and Blizzard and Microsoft, Netflix seems like a prime. Uh, and this is something an analyst said, and I kind of agree. It's like Netflix is kind of a prime target for Microsoft. Because yeah, couple reasons. One, remember Netflix has chose ch- chose to get into the gaming uh, business as well. Obviously, it's it's more on the mobile side, yeah. and it, it's an add on. It's a value add on to um, your Netflix subscription already. So you're not paying anything extra. It's just something to like keep you there. There hasn't really been a big success on there yet, uh, but they are trying to play with that, right? Now, Microsoft already has a successful, actually has the most successful um, game subscription service, which is Game Pass. And partnering up with Netflix, who, even though they definitely lost subscribers and are you know not doing as well as they used to, they still are the number one streaming yeah, service streaming. when it comes to co- content. And Microsoft does not have that. Remember, Apple has Apple TV Plus and they also have their Apple games or is it Apple Arcade or whatever what's it called Apple their their game or something, yeah, yeah. yeah so if Microsoft wants to marry marry their Game Pass and Netflix together not that it's like oh you have to get both but they probably will offer some sort of like a bundle, bundle subscription yeah uh, I mean right now like I would be good I I might I'm I would look into that if they were to do that yeah. I would look into a good like a bundle between Game Pass and Netflix by the way, as someone who has actually used a couple of the Netflix, well, they're mobile games, but I tried them out because I was like, you know what? Why not? One mm-hmm. day I was there. They showed up. I don't. They don't show up on the website, obviously, but they only show up if you're on a tablet or a mobile device. Mm-hmm. When you're scrolling through Netflix, there'll be an actual section that like shows you the incredibly tiny selection of games <laughs> yeah. they have. Um, but I was I was interested in where it would take me or what would happen. But if you click on one of the games, it takes you straight to the the Play Store. Mm-hmm. Or the app store, depending on what device you're that using. That you have to download it or whatever? And then you just download it from there, which okay. I think is cool. And it's just like, it'll just uh, 
take you to like a different version. A, a good example is um, Exploding Kittens. I think that's the name of the game. It's also the board game that you can get. Um, mm -hmm. And if you if you look it up in the app store, it's there and it's like six ninety nine or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, but then if you click on the Netflix link, it takes you to the same page, but the price is gone, <laughs> mm -hmm. which is quite interesting. So it gives it just kind of gives you access to something like that. Um, yeah, I would like a bundle. I I think I I, I could work. I, I always mention I'm not a mobile gamer really. The most I ever mobile gamed was uh, when Fallout had their uh, Vault game. They're basically there. And then you know that was a great game though. That was a great game. It Honestly, was, but they they purposely game. they get you you get to a certain point where then you have to start buying stuff or whatever, and then yeah, unless you micromanage the crap out of it. I have a friend. I'm actually I don't know if you ever met Corey, um, friend of me and Jack's, Jack hmm. and I. Um, uh, he's a veteran. Anyways, he he micromanaged the crap out of the game. He never spent a single dollar on that <laughs> game, and he had like the biggest, most impressive vault I've ever seen. Mm -hmm. So it's definitely possible. Yeah. I mean, look, the game was so popular, they released it on console and PC as well. You yeah. know? So so my question to you is, do you think uh, Microsoft will look into purchasing Netflix after their Activision Blizzard? Um, I don't think so. You don't think so? No, I, th I think they'd love to. But I think that, like, even though I'm very well aware of how monopolies work, but mm -hmm. according to the federal government, I don't think they know how monopolies work, <laughs> you know? So uh, I'm pretty sure, like, Microsoft would be afraid to purchase Netflix because they would make mm -hmm. them too big, of, too big of a dog, too top of a dog. You know what I mean? Or like mm -hmm. that put a target on their head, which is dumb because they can acquire Netflix and it's not a monopoly because they have like nothing to do with movies and TV shows and production. You know what I mean? Yes. Um, anyway, so I think they'd like, I just don't think that they would, you know. Uh, ideally, though, I think that they can make some heavy partnerships. I think that that's going to, I think like uh, a Game Pass Netflix bundle in the future mm -hmm. is like i think that's a high possibility i think even further down the line it could be like it, it could even be like an included thing you know what i mean where um it could they could tie the tie the subscription tie the subscriptions together rather than a bundle you know what i mean or maybe microsoft just buys a larger stake in netflix and uh then they do like a, a split kind of thing see i i think it's possible i I think it's the timing. So right now, Mar uh, Netflix is kind of in a vulnerable state because yet they're losing subscribers. They're losing, you know. Yeah, less than uh, what they thought, though, to be fair. They thought they were going to well, lose 2 million. Yeah, but but it's it, because of Stranger Things. They said basically Stranger yeah. Things because it was so Save popular. Them, yeah. So I think they're going to, Netflix is probably going to readjust to the, yeah. going back to that model where they find this like, might, this joke these might big be hits. edgy for for this podcast but i saw the funniest stranger things joke the other day have you seen the new season yes I, i'm totally done with okay it. so uh it was it was a meme about kate bush and it was like uh kate bush was actually pushing the genre back in the day um like uh many musicians back in her era were doing uh uh four four timing whereas bush did 9 11 <laughs> sorry it's a bad joke <laughs> it's a horrible joke <laughs> so bad Oh my, god. oh my god! Okay, we can carry on. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, anyways, I I think it's more of a timing issue where mm. by the time it's not Microsoft happen now, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, it's it not going to happen now. now. But, yeah. but uh, let's say Microsoft wraps up the Activision Blizzard deal, which I think is—is is it going to be early next year or something like that? Or is it later this so, year? I want to say it's got to be like half a year away or something. At least like seven or eight months away. It's got to okay. be. Like it's been a while. But I think you're right. Because here's the thing. They're got like it's going to take not too long. But after that acquisition goes through, 
Game Pass is going to have a lot more things added to it, like way more. Yeah. And I do believe that in like five years, maybe sooner, they're going to see an immense return on that acquisition. And then they're going to, and once they have that kind of money, then they could easily buy Netflix, you know? Yeah, but I'm just wondering if Netflix is going to still be in a vulnerable state at the time that Microsoft is actually ready or able to purchase. Um, yeah, Netflix could get stronger because they've learned, they've, first of all, what they've learned is that people aren't like, when it comes to content and entertainment, the the audience isn't dumb you know when it comes to politics sure the audience is dumb <laughs> when it comes to movies you know people are smart they're smart enough to know what the hell's going on so like they like and netflix has now realized hey people aren't lazy they'll read subtitles so we can make amazing korean dramas mm -hmm. we can make amazing like uh japanese dramas like 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 uh asia the asian film market's been blowing up in the past couple of years you know what i mean and there's mm -hmm. been a lot of really good like series that have been coming out um and they're doing well in the, in the international market. You know what I mean? Like series that would have done well in Korea or Japan or in China on its own are doing great, but now they're doing even better because of Netflix. So I think that if they can capitalize on that, I even thought to myself, if I was able to be in a room with with Netflix and if I had the opportunity to pitch them a show, I would pitch them a fantasy-based TV show where you're going to have every single different culture in it, culture, ethnicity, whatever. Everybody speaks their own language. But the way that the fantasy world would work is that everybody can speak their own language. You know what I mean? Because mm -hmm. um, that kind of stuff, like, it sells well. You know what I mean? Like, if you live in some small little Scandinavian country and you see a Scandinavian character speaking Scandinavian, you know what I mean? I'm sure that's going to, like, hit home for you. You're going to, like, mm -hmm. be more invested in that stuff, you know? Uh, that's how I felt about um, Horrible Character. He was a villain. But I felt I, I was happy to have representation in Black Panther when... Um, <laughs> I forget the character's a, name, but um, he played by uh, Andy Circus. You know the guy with the he's the villain like technically. Claw or something like that. It was his yeah, name great, dude, great South African accent. One of the best yeah. South African accents I've ever seen someone do who isn't South African. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, oh, you, you didn't like yeah. Leonardo DiCaprio's South African accent? No, it, it was <laughs> it was not the best. It wasn't the worst. I'll be honest. Mm -hmm. It wasn't the worst. He did actually live. Supposedly, he lived with like a family in South Africa for like a couple of weeks. So his accent was right. It just wasn't um, appropriate. Like it wasn't right for the era. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, like if if you live with a family in the two thousands, you're not gonna nail that like nineteen seventies eighties. Like, you know, it's a very different accent. Um, you know, I'm sure a New York accent sounds different thirty years ago as to what it sounds now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Anyways. Uh, all right. So, yeah, anyways, let's get back here. Yeah. Yeah. So that's just kind of the thing. I think it's a possibility, but it's really going to be on timing. Time to say how mm. much Netflix rebounds. If it keeps going down or stays the same, then it still might be ripe for acquisition by the time Microsoft's ready. If not, if they do rebound, then probably they'll feel stronger about their position in the marketplace, and then they will probably keep you know, trying to expand on their own. I think, I think the whole X cloud, their whole X cloud thing could work well if they are able to integrate that with, or if they can like work with Netflix to get like their video game streaming services up, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Or to get that better. Cause Netflix's compression is pretty, pretty solid mm -hmm. compared to other people that I've seen. Like there's, there's like, there's so many subscription services that I actually can't subscribe to because either their servers are too far away from South Africa or their compression is so bad that it's like, even with the best internet, like I have a hundred megabyte line, a hundred megabyte download, 50 megabyte upload, and I can't use Crunchyroll in this country. Mm -hmm. Like even on its like lowest, even on like 480p, it buffers. 
you know? Mm. Whereas, like, as, as unfortunate to say, when it comes to anime, illegal streaming sites have literally buffer the anime better than the actual paid sites. Uh, That's which, not which good. Is, which is absurd. That's, That's not, not good. good. No, it's not good. Like, why the hell would anybody pay money to use your website when they can use an illegal free website that works better, you know? Yeah. Um, that's, but mind you, that's that's an exclusive problem problem specifically tied towards Africa in general. No one ever puts servers in Africa, or we always get the short end of the stick there. Mm -hmm. But yeah, a lot of, like I think Disney Plus had that issue for a while as well. Like I couldn't use Disney Plus here. It was just like it could, it, I couldn't. That buffering streaming was horrible. Mm -hmm. You know, so Netflix is good at the compression, so maybe they can help out. Um, I mean, video compression. I'm assuming must be at least somewhat similar. To the compression used for video game streaming because you're still streaming the video itself yeah the games are being played on on systems on servers elsewhere yes it, video. it's video streaming i think it, it just needs to be optimized towards what gaming visuals are you know because the gaming visuals exactly. are a lot of detail in them particle effects you know transparency you need the, um you need your um, not your hdr what's what's the word i'm looking for like you need a uh contrast that's it like you yeah. need high contrast stuff especially when you're streaming because that's yeah. like um, and the worst thing in streaming yeah. to see is having the blacks compressed uh yes. pixelated blacks that's kind of the biggest issue with streaming when you have uh mm. not either not i, I, I haven't not seen good anybody not nail that man doesn't yeah. matter what's doesn't matter who what streaming service i'm using when it comes to like blackouts or like you know when like it fades to black yeah. you always get those like severely like blocky like mm -hmm. pixelated mess, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, all right, so let's move on to this uh, kind of rumor that's kind of semi-attached to Microsoft, which is, I guess, Platinum, Platinum Games. Um, basically, they have uh, Project GG uh, possibly could be ready for next year's E3. And I guess, like, you know, news had come out that Platinum Games was working on a new IP, uh, and then people started speculating whether or not Scalebound would come back because I know that one of, uh, I forgot if it was the president or the, uh, I forgot who had, had, had talked about wanting to revive Scalebound. Um, so Scalebound started trending on Twitter because people were like, is it coming back? Is it coming back? Um, but it looks like it's, at least for this news piece, is not, this is something else. Um, you're more familiar with this. Is this part of like a superhero trilogy? Yeah, uh, for it's interesting beautiful because joy. it's like, yeah. yeah. So it started out as Beautiful Joe, which I, I I never got the chance to play, but there was always I always saw videos about it online, a lot of gameplay footage. Then there was a a sequel which I didn't know about. I guess because it it seems like it was Kickstarter funded. It was yeah, it was launched on Kickstarter. It's, it was called the Wonder Wonderful One Hundred and One, and then I suppose the th which is like. I have never heard of this wonderful 101, never heard of it, but like the main character looks like the beautiful Joe character. It looks like beautiful Joe characters, but like slightly higher res, but it's a different name. So I, I'm, I'm imagining it's going to be similar characters, just much better graphics. Project GG. Um, they look like very different games, though. So I'm, I'm curious as to what the hell that's going to be like. Look, one thing's for certain, be very different from Scalebound. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? This, this Project GG, it's... Like that whole series, I might get shit on for saying this, but the, like the beautiful Joe franchise, uh, how it, it it had a very indie feel to it, like very like Bomberman. You know, I wouldn't mm -hmm. I wouldn't call Bomberman a triple A game. It's very arcadey. You know what I mean? Um, but I love Scalebound. Like I was so hyped for that game. It's just 
Yeah, that was over ambitious. You know, they, it was look, one they of, did try to work on it. You know, they did it was try. One of the few like Xbox game exclusives that they were actually working on. Remember, they were trying to catch up mm. um, until they just start purchasing studios left and right. They yeah. were trying to get this uh, on the Xbox One, but it just was costing them too much money and resource, and it, it didn't seem to deliver on what they were promising. Perhaps with the newer technology, with the Xbox Series X slash S, that perhaps it's ripe. Uh, basically, Hideki Kamiya, Kamiya who uh, directed uh, Devil May Cry and Bayonetta, he was the one who created it, and he, he I guess... I guess the, they also uh, did Metal Gear Rising Revengeance, which, by the way, is just a gem of a game. If anybody gets the chance to play that, yeah. it's uh, got it's it's set in the Metal Gear uh, Metal Gear universe, but it's a mm -hmm. very different game. Very different game. It's very action, no stealth. It's very action. You cut everything up into little pieces. It's fun. Yeah, but apparently Phil Spencer, after kind of the Platinum had talked about Scalebound, um. He kind of shot down the rumors. So this is a much bigger target, a much bigger title. Yeah. Uh, sorry, he... Project GG is going to be a much bigger title than the previous games. Yeah. So at least on Microsoft's side, he had he had said, you know, no, that's not true. It's not coming back. So so when people had heard that Platinum Games was working on a new IP, um, they a lot of people are like, hey, is Scalebound actually going to finally come out? But doesn't look like it um all right let's move on to the next thing so this is something i wanted to talk about because people and i'm gonna get your perspective because i'll, I'll let you know so resident evil the netflix series we talked a little bit about it last week right it had just come out at that time i maybe had only watched five or 10 15 minutes of it i've watched three episodes now and i think it's decent um, I mean, there are issues with it, but I think it's a, a decent show um, and I'm going to keep watching it. Uh, but the fans hate it. I think it's oh, like a 30 yeah. percent, 30 something percent on Rotten Tomatoes from the fans, from the audience, where the critics, I forgot it was maybe like a 70 percent or so, something like that. So the critics seem to enjoy it. They know it's not great, but they're like, eh, it's, it's good enough. It's got some things there. And I watched it, and I thought it was decent. And I'm, from my perspective, is this. I've only played a few Resident Evil games. Not a lot of yeah. them. So I'm not deep into the lore. I don't really remember much of the lore. The, the movies, I think I've seen, like, one of the movies, you know, and it, I didn't like it at all. So to me, this was, like, a huge step up from the movie that I saw. And, and the games that I did play were, were great, but I just didn't, I haven't played so, enough of them to really get into the lore. So I'm wondering, is it just like things that aren't consistent with what the Resident Evil universe is in the games? Because I that feel seems like... To be the, that seems to be the main issue, I'd say. People okay. are really like, they're not happy. It's it's For the most part, it seems like the the Netflix games... Well, the Netflix... Sorry, the Netflix... Well, the, the, the Resident Evil lore behind uh behind this that it's taking inspiration from is raccoon city and everything that happened in yes. raccoon city for the most part you know what i mean um but i i'd say i'm also similar played a lot of the games i i, I enjoyed the the first two movies um i enjoyed those like older movies like i could be uh speaking from a um rose colored glasses point of view uh, mm -hmm. what's, the, what's 
nostalgia goggles. I could yeah. be talking with nostalgia goggles on. I'm not too sure. But as I watched those movies, movies as a kid, loved them. Uh, look, here's the thing. Like, I don't know, remember much of the lore. And because of that, I'm enjoying this. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not saying like, oh, they messed this up. They messed that up. Especially when it comes to anything related to Netflix, doing anything related to a video game, an anime, anything like that. I already right off the bat assume it's going to be an adaptation and it's going to it'll either be loosely based or it'll play like very little role. You know what I mean? Um, which is not the worst thing. You know what I mean? They just need to be more upfront with that. I think, you know, if they were more upfront about that with Cowboy Bebop, maybe that could have been a bit better because overall actually no there was still some really cringy things in part in that like regardless of oh the, the main villain was cringe i thought he came across as an snl character half the time like and that's got well that's one with... part of this series yeah. that i'm not a too big a fan of which is mm -hmm. the the main head uh the lady that that is the the ceo of uh yeah of umbrella like yeah i don't i don't think it's working uh, I don't know. I, I, I will say that they were limited in their casting. I only found this out afterwards, which I'm horribly upset about. But apparently the entire thing was filmed here in South Africa. And I, mm -hmm. I have friends who worked on this and I <laughs> didn't see it. I didn't see a single casting call. I didn't see a single audition. I would have auditioned the crap out of this, man. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, actually, my friend Ayushi is in like two or three episodes towards the end. She plays mm -hmm. a, a, a doctor. I haven't seen her yet. I think she only shows up later. And then she's in like mm -hmm. the last two episodes. I think she plays like a more pivotal role in solving the case or something. I could be wrong. Whatever's going on. This People are uh, complaining that it's a bit convoluted as well because you're dealing with two different timelines in the TV show. Yeah, um, I don't mind that, to be honest. Yeah, I, I like I, I said, don't mind that I actually like it. I think most of the acting is is good, especially Lan uh, mm. uh, what's his face? Why am I blanking on his name? Uh, Lance Reddick. Uh, Lance Reddick from, is from, yeah. from, from uh, The Wire and Fringe. Um, a couple things, yeah. He's he's great, and you know I think, uh, like I said, I, my main issue is with with the CEO umbrella just seems a bit over the top. Um, she's, she's I was gonna just, say that's the, that is an issue with the South African casting. I don't know if that lady or I don't know if I don't know if the well, mind you, I've only seen like half of the first episode, so mm -hmm. I might not even know who the real villain is yet or whatever. Let me look at the cast real quick, because the, the issue with these things when they film in South Africa is is that. <clears throat> And I don't think I'd get any flack for saying this, but if you're a good actor, you're not living in South. If you're a good South African actor, you don't live in South Africa. Like you don't. There's just more money overseas. Like mm -hmm. that's just the way. Like if if you get if you can do two like two series, two South African series, or maybe even a movie, that's enough for you to be able to get your visa and then head out to um, head out to LA or Canada or wherever mm -hmm. the full market is that you want to break into. Um, yeah, oof, the IMDb rating for this is pretty bad too. Yeah, I mean the way that people yeah. are talking about it is like it's a complete disaster. And like I said, I'm not saying it's like some sort of like masterpiece or anything like that. But that's so crazy, man. But but when I watch it, I know, I know these people, man. Yeah, watching um, it, it's is yeah. I I'm not you know I'm like hey this, this is all right this is you know I was gonna say for the most part I'm okay with the acting. Look I'm I'm. It's it's not like it's not a fantastic show. By no means is this Stranger Things. It's not going to get one point no, three billion no. hours of watch no. time. You know what I mean? But um, it's it's it is also one of those shows where since we were talking about Netflix earlier on, it's a great example of one of those shows that would, if it didn't have a name like Resident Evil, I think people would have enjoyed it more. But mm -hmm. also, I don't, I just don't see this I, getting like a sequel or anything. You know what I mean? Um, 
If it does, cool, but like, it, it doesn't give me that kind of energy. I think people are going to enjoy it. Maybe it gets a cult following that gets disappointed when it gets cancelled later on, who knows. Yeah. I hope it doesn't get cancelled so I can audition for it to make some money. <laughs> that's that's what I really hope, you know? Yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna watch the rest of it. Look, it's not as good as something like The Witcher on Netflix, um, yeah. but it, it, it's good enough for me to finish at least the first season and see where it's yeah, at. Yeah, and the, the acting's solid I, for the most part from what I've seen in the, like the first half of the first episode. I've so seen far. a lot worse things on Netflix and other mm. streaming services. That's all I can say. But the, the way that it's yeah. being received online is like, hate, It's like people hate, kill hate, their dog, hate. you know? Yeah. Which, like, here's the thing. I've got to play devil's advocate. I, I, I want to be like, oh, I don't get it, but I was exactly like that with Cowboy View. Like, mm -hmm. I, I, I would flay anybody who said that they enjoyed it, I'd be like, well, you're dumb. You're dumb for enjoying it, you know? <laughs> like, I, so I'm not going to lie. Like, I, under, I understand the, 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 the disdain and hate. If you are a, a huge Resident Evil fan, which it is, it's a big, it's a big series mm -hmm. of games. Um, it has a huge following. A lot of people love it. And, like, you don't want to screw with that. You don't want to mess around with the lore. You don't want to, like, you know what I mean? So, um, once again, if this was, like, loosely based, if they, like, were up front and they said, hey, this is, like, loosely based, or, like, it's um, it's a TV show based on Resident Evil, but it's got nothing to do with it, they could have called it, you know what I mean, anything else, mm -hmm. you know, Creepy City. I don't know, it's a dumb name, but, you know, they could have called anyway, and, and I think people would have liked it more. Nobody would have been shitting on it. If, if this was, like, its own original story, mm -hmm. no one would be shitting on it, you know what I mean? Now, uh, I don't now, think do people you... wouldn't be hyping it up either, though. Like, no one would be hyping it up either. Are video game fans just more sensitive towards adaptations, or well, I don't, okay, I don't think for... it's that because you because you would see it with books as well. It's less. Yeah. It happens less. It happens less with books because the fan base is usually smaller because less people yeah. read. Yeah. Um, but it happens. But it would happen the same. Like when when popular books get, dude. Like people. Um. Because I'll, I'll be honest with you, this show at least so far, I'll I'll finish it and and I'll have, make a final judgment. But so far is better than what the Halo show was giving us yeah. um halo had a few moments here and there that were good but overall i think halo was a pretty big disappointment yeah where this i like i said because i'm not i'm, I'm much more into halo than i am resident evil and maybe that's why so like them changing the lore either i don't know because i'm not familiar with it or i don't care um so to me like as long as the story's somewhat engaging you know it's fine yeah. with me it's also as far as i know these are all like main these are all original characters or like you know what i mean like they're not they're not it's not like they're portraying from from my knowledge they're not portraying any like characters so they're not like isn't wesker wesker more. is a is a character from the game you're wrong on that i'm pretty sure wesker is it's just like a lot of these names that i don't um well i mean yeah wesker probably is but there's a lot of maybe roth too a lot of these names, though, I definitely don't recognize, you know? Yeah, but I don't think the daughters are yeah. part of the universe. So, yeah. So, yeah, but, like, it's, it's yeah, I, I don't, like, from a production point of view, yeah, maybe it's not the, the best, but it's really not the worst. You know what I mean? They did a pretty solid job with with the production, I'd say. But, yeah, people are shitting on it, and it's probably just because it's not hitting those. Our comments are going to be so full of, like, you guys are wrong. Resident Evil is a piece of crap. Probably, yeah. You guys suck. You guys aren't, you guys aren't Resident Evil fan. Like, look, I'm I guess not, you know, not let, pretending let people to enjoy. Be. Let people enjoy what they want to enjoy. I have, a, I know people that enjoy the Cowboy Bebop live action series. I, I hated it with a burning passion, <laughs> but I know people enjoyed it, and I and I won't shit on them for enjoying it. I, I only watched like an episode and a half of Cowboy Bebop, and I'm not familiar with with the anime, so 
I also thought it was just kind of flat, um, to mm. be honest. Not that I hated it. It was just, I just seemed a little flat for me. Um, yeah. So. I was, I think this as well, because uh, the, the the main actor, um, is it John, John Cho? Cho? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, John I Cho. just, he's phenomenal. And he, he, he yeah, I, I love him. He dropped the ball here. I just, I've seen him well, do better I, work. I know he can do better. Like, I, I know he can do better. You know? That's why I was disappointed in him. I was like, dude, like, like I know that the man can do better. He played the character way too happy-go-lucky. Mm-hmm. We're getting off track. Going back to Resident Evil, though. Like, yeah, people like people are probably going to be in the comments and be like, you guys are wrong. It's horrible. Look, I'm not mm-hmm. saying it's good or bad. I'm saying it's passable, and it, and it, and it, and it, it counts as entertainment. You know what I mean? It <laughs> qualifies as a piece of entertainment that you can I, sit down I have. I have a little higher. I have a where it's slightly above average that's kind of like where i'm yeah. at with it and my opinion will change maybe it gets it's it goes downhill from episode three or episode four on i don't know i'm gonna mm-hmm. watch the rest of it and, and and find out um all right so maybe it gets to like a point of acceptance like i had some issues with the witcher when the witcher came out but then as i started watching more it's like i just stopped giving a shit and i just got into <laughs> it you know what i mean at a certain point you just start at a certain point in a TV show, movies are different, but with TV shows, if you're like three or four episodes in, you kind of stop nitpicking. You just kind of forgive those little things and you just carry and you just try to enjoy it, you know? Yeah. Um, All right. I, I will say right off the bat, though, I, I still I think I enjoyed the movies more, but that's because it had more action and had a bigger budget, I guess, mm-hmm. you know? Um. All right. You know, it's summertime, not a lot of huge releases. And this isn't a huge release, but this kind of you know, kind of got around uh, the, the gaming space and, and it's getting pretty positive reviews, which is Stray. Uh, the game that yeah. we, we had heard about uh, last year about, you know, basically playing a cat and living in a kind of a cyberpunk robot world. Um, and it's free if you have PlayStation Plus uh, Extra or Premium, not Essentials. I only have PlayStation Plus Essentials, which is basically the, the lowest tier. Uh, but it's free if you have the the upgraded services. And it's getting a lot of positive reviews. That basically, it's not a long game. I heard it's like only five, six hours. But they said it's yeah. fun. Um, it's creative. It's, it's cute as well. Yeah. Well, I mean, anything with a cat is going to be yeah. cute. But yeah. And it's like kind of a puzzle adventure game. where, you, And your cat isn't... There's nothing like... You're not like a cat with superpowers or anything like that. You're a regular cat that just happens to live in this world, and you kind of you can utilize you know some technologies that don't exist, obviously. But um, otherwise, you're you're just a cat that jumps around and and uh, curls up and you know meows. There's a meow button on there and and whatnot. But but from most people that have played it, it's getting pretty good reviews, and they just said it's it's a chill, fun game. You know, and yeah. there's not, I will, I will, not the, super the deep downside. But... Yeah. There is one downside to this game and it's well for, as a con- consumer, it's not a downside, mm-hmm. but for the developers it's a downside, which is I've been told by people who have played the game that it's like, it's an enjoyable experience, but it's the same experience you could have by watching your favorite streamer on YouTube play it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it's, 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 it's very similar. Like I, I watched the entire, I watched, you know, not the entire, but I watched at least a good, like two hours of gameplay from my favorite YouTuber. Loved it, and I was like, "Well, I'm not going to play." It. Like, I don't, I just don't. Even if it comes to Game Pass, I just don't see me playing it now that I've already. Well, never, well ne- I don't think it'll ever to come to Game Pass, right? Isn't it a yeah Sony exclusive? If I'm not mistaken, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I, think I don't think a, so. Is it not? I thought it was a Sony. Let me see. Stray. 
I don't think it is. I mean, I know that they they that they um, it's part of the bundle, uh, the uh, PlayStation Plus or whatever. Yeah. I don't think it's an exclusive though, as far as I know. Yeah, it's only on. That. It's on. Maybe it's a timed exclusive because it's uh. Yeah. It's from Annapurna, which they do do um. They do do uh. Cross platform. It might just be a timed exclusive so yeah yeah, I'm, you know I'm but yeah like, it, it definitely looks good you know it's got it's got good reviews every single person who's played it they said they enjoyed mm -hmm. it you know what i mean um a lot of my friends have been playing it on playstation because they got it for free mm -hmm. uh well like you said not free but you know what i mean yeah 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 uh it, it's coming to pc yeah it says ps4 ps5 and pc so i don't see any xbox in there Okay, but yeah, but, definitely but it is available like on Steam. Let me see what the price yeah. is for a game like this. I can't imagine this being a full priced game. Yeah, it's quite short. It is thirty bucks. That's not bad. Five six not hours. Bad, yeah, thirty bucks. Positive reviews. Cool. So yeah, maybe I'll pick that up uh, after I get back from uh, vacation. Um, all right. Yeah, are you gonna pick it up at any time? No, like I said, I I'm pretty sure oh, you're, you've like seen may, it. maybe one day, but I've watched most of the gameplay. Okay. Like I'm, I see. I I'm waiting for like uh, the uh, old uh, Jacksepticeye. guy. I'm waiting for him to put out more content on it mm -hmm. or finishing it or whatever. Cool. Um, all right, let's move on. To the next thing we've been talking about uh, the Halo Infinite co-op campaign for a while. It was supposed to come out last week. At the time we had done our podcast, it still hadn't come out, but apparently. Now it is available on beta. If you are a Game Pass subscriber, I think it's available there. Or if you are on the Halo like Insider program, I forgot what the Insider Waypoint, I think that it's called. They, they're sending out uh, invites for people to play it. It's The beta is until August 1st. So it's available now until August 1st. I'm not sure when the full release will happen. But yeah, I've seen, I haven't played it yet, but I've seen, you know, there's footage. IGN had some like 16 minutes of gameplay. It looks cool. You know, it's the game plus co-op. And it's you and me had like falsely assumed that it was like a two player co-op. Yeah, because isn't that like the usual? Isn't it usually only two player co-op? Um, I remember Halo 4 was four player because I played with two of my other buddies. Uh, oh, yeah, you're right. I that was. I played the entire campaign with with two other friends uh, for Halo yeah, 4. Yeah, same. I, I played Halo 4 uh, co-op with a buddy. I never played, actually never, well, I never owned it. So but we played the entire game like over like a weekend, just binged it. Yeah. But they only showed kind of the, the first 16 minutes, which, you know, that's it's on the ship. So it's a little different. I want to kind of see I was what gonna say, We need the open world. We need yeah. To see that's, that's where the glitches are going to happen and stuff, yeah. you know, the bugginess. Yeah, that's what I want to see is like, how well is it going to handle where if your friends on the other side of the map and you're on one side and whatnot and see how that goes. Um, but I'm glad that at least the beta is finally out. Um, still waiting on Forge. Um, there, I think there has yeah, been right. a few That's leaks the most surprising Forge. thing is that we haven't had Forge yet. That's the most surprising thing. Well, especially because it could have helped bolster the community and the on, you know, right now, with the, the seasons, people are kind of upset about the lack of content. They could have got free, you know, uh, constant, persistent uh, content that from the community that that uh, Microsoft slash 
you know, uh, 343 we didn't even have to pay for if they had just gotten Forge out on time. That was actually probably more important than than getting co-op out, you know, as much as it paid. I'm not a person that, that goes into Forge and does stuff, but what I'm saying is in terms of helping build the community and, and, and keeping people playing, Forge was much more important than, than, than co-op. Yeah, so I agree. Forge is for the community, man. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I'm. You know, I I think I probably will will. I don't know if I will play the beta just because it's till August first, and I you know I don't think I have time to. But once it comes out in full release, I'll probably give it a try just because I I really did enjoy the Halo Infinite campaign. Um, like I said, the the gunplay is just like amazing. Yeah. Um. So same with the grappling hook. I I. I I was looking forward to co-op a lot just because I figured that's I enjoyed the campaign so much that mm-hmm. that's the one thing that I see myself like every time I reinstall Halo and it's a huge mm-hmm. game but I reinstall it just to play the campaign again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like the multiplayer. Like I, mm-hmm. I play it. I have fun with Slayer and Tactical Slayer. Mm-hmm. Like those are my game modes. But for the most part, I just enjoy playing campaign over and over again. Like taking out and it'd be great to have like a buddy with me. I wouldn't yeah. do three players. Like you could do three players, but I feel like two players is enough. Yeah. You know? I would I would definitely go legendary instead of uh, yeah, exactly. normal or yeah, heroic because sure. yeah you want to you know with, with the kind of almost unlimited lives thing you want to you know have some sort of challenge to it otherwise if you try to play normal on co-op it'd be so easy so uh, true it'd be it'd be way too easy yeah. yeah I'm sure that might be, I'm sure that they would have realized that though and added an extra difficulty or something or maybe it'll scale who knows yeah. Maybe you we'll got, maybe you'll end up doing less damage if you're doing co-op or something. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, FIFA 23. They had a reveal trailer. Uh, this is coming out on September 30th to all platforms. Uh, remember, this is the last FIFA coming from EA. Uh, you know, FIFA says they're gonna, like I said, compared to the whole LeBron when he left uh, Cleveland the first time. FIFA claims that they're gonna make a their own FIFA game and it'll be even better than the EA one. <laughs> Good luck on that. Yeah. Good luck on that. Yeah, it's it's gonna... And there doesn't I seem to be say, any takers for, for yeah. their very expensive license. The only difference I can notice with this new game, because I actually literally played FIFA 2022 earlier today just for some fun because mm-hmm. I have it because they sold it. <laughs> it was 90% off on Steam <laughs> for obvious reasons. Um, but yeah, the the only ma- the major differences I could tell was shadows. It seems to be because everything, look, dude, the game looked great already. Like it, mm-hmm. there's no generational gap between last year and this year. You know, mm-hmm. like n- there's no new consoles that were coming out. It's not like the it's not like everybody's got themselves an RTX 4080. You know, it's there's no generate there's no like big gap. So I, it looks good. Yeah, they're not changing much. Uh, there's a good trailer. Will I pick it up if it's on 90% sale? Maybe you know. Um, but I guess the big news is the the fact that they are potentially using Sam Kerr uh, to to be the first female cover star, which mm-hmm. w- which is actually pretty huge. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't realize it until I read this article, but I look back and I I remember like the the covers of FIFA, and it's true. Every single one of them, to my knowledge, is a man. Like, and it's always like mm-hmm. front row and center. It's like whoever's like the biggest fo- uh, football star of the year or whatever, or like at the time, you know, he'll be on the cover. So I think it's pretty cool for them to put a female on the cover. It's about time. Surprised know? they didn't do like regional covers uh, in terms of like, so for example, they, they kind uh, of did. 
Because in, 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 in America, well, the covers are the same, but the names are different. In America, it's it's uh, FIFA Soccer. Anywhere else in the world, it's just FIFA. No, no, but what I'm saying is the cover star. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, no, the, yeah, no it's like no, there were there were changes, but it's always the same cover star. But like, yeah. they, maybe in a different pose or something. They did mm-hmm. do that for a bit. The only it was only between America and the rest of the world because mm-hmm. of the whole football thing, you know. Yeah, yeah. and football, and FIFA soccer. wasn't like ten years ago. FIFA wasn't a big brand in America, so they had to be like <laughs> FIFA soccer. And then the so, logos, are, and then the characters are a bit smaller because that. Oh, I wonder if EA when they were doing FIFA 23 were like, "Yeah, you guys don't have to like really try that hard on this one." Like telling developers, they just, you know, it's okay. We did. Let's just make a yeah, passable so game cool. here. Or next or year, they make they make, <laughs> they make the greatest FIFA game of all time, just to like throw it in their faces. Be like, "This is the greatest soccer slash football game of all time." And now you and, and yo, that would be like the biggest slap in the face to to FIFA. But like whatever game, even if they had a great studio, like, like to be able to beat the the, the that kind of game, that'd be great. I don't know. Um, it's it's cool. It's um, like I th- we said it before, but I think uh for 2024, which is way off, it's gonna be um well the EA game is just gonna be called EA Clubs, I think, or EA FC Clubs, or they're gonna be doing the name change. I'm pretty sure that the player base are just gonna go straight to that game. They're not gonna be playing the new. They're not gonna be playing FIFA 2024. Whoever is going to be making that game, I guarantee mm-hmm. you they're not going to be playing it. They're going to be playing EA yeah, yeah, yeah. clubs yes. or whatever that version of the game. Football is club or whatever they're going to call yeah. call the thing. Um, I was wrong. So EA did do, has had different stars on the covers for different regions. So apparently, like I guess uh, yeah, Alex, Mor- Alex Morgan was, was on a U.S. edition. Christine Sinclair was like, but I guess uh, Sam Kerr is the first international cover stock. Yeah, that's gonna go well, everywhere. Yeah. So, I, guess, I was gonna say there was also like not really spinoff games, but they also did the FIFA World World Cup games had very different covers as mm-hmm. well. Obviously, um, while we're talking about EA though, uh, worth mm-hmm. mentioning um, John ricketelia i can't say his name anyways he was the ceo of ea now i think he's the e i believe he's the ceo of unity right now Unity, uh, unity yeah uh, and i only bring him up because apparently he just came out and he said apologized um, no not really uh i'm gonna i'm gonna sum it up essentially he was like devs who don't focus on microtransactions are the biggest effing idiots is what he said but then he also said they're the most beautiful and pure, brilliant people, but they're fucking idiots for not using microtransactions, which I was like, it's hilarious because it came from the for- former EA CEO. And I was like, yeah, of course, that's who it came from. You know what I mean? Yeah. He was nice about it, though. He's like, hey, the- they're the most beautiful and pure and brilliant people. They're also some of the biggest effing idiots for yeah, not well, using uh, microtransactions. Well, he got or a lot of any- back. He got a lot of backlash he- for yeah. that. Well, he says, sorry, I think I believe the term he uses, uh, he doesn't use microtransactions. He just calls it monetization yes. of your game. You're just monetizing your game. I was like, listen, I, I'm pretty sure that that was the price tag of the game. That's already monetization. You know? Yes. Oh. Um, anyway, so I thought I'd bring that up while we we're talking about EA. Yeah. Um, I think that's the last thing on my list. Do you have anything? Oh, I've got a couple, like a little bit small ends here, like. Uh, okay. Just a couple things to bring up, which I think are quite cool. Elden Ring uh, became one of the top 10 best-selling premium games in U.S. history. Makes uh, sense. Which is, yeah, it makes, oh, yeah, makes, makes sense to me. 
Uh, it's crazy that it happened to do that within less than a fucking year, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and I do, I do believe that this is the kind of game that will still be selling, like a, a good two years from now. I think like that people will still be buying the game. You know, uh, that's for sure. Mm -hmm. So mention that. Uh, this I don't know how they could get away with this, but I suppose it makes sense. Uh, so you know Tesla, their dashboards, their giant screens, and their TV in their cars. Uh, they're testing mm -hmm. out Steam on yours, so we're gonna see if you can get Steam going in your Tesla, um, which is probably the worst idea I've ever heard in my life. But also at the same time, well, I think it's a fantastic idea. It's people need to not play them while driving a car. You know, if I can mm -hmm. play, if I can play Doom while supercharging my car, like I mean, I don't have one, but in in this fictitious world where I do own a Tesla, if I'm gonna sit there and supercharge my car, if I can play some games on Steam at the same time, that'd be sick. So, yeah, next month, they're testing out the Steam dashboard on uh, Tesla cars. Uh, this is actually, this is quite cool. Interesting. Did you ever play Grounded? I think I told you about it. Came yes. From, was it I've Arcane? never played it, but it's, it's, it's no, Obsidian. Um, Obsidian. Obsidian. Yeah, Obsidian. It's finally. I played, played it. It's loads of fun. Uh, yeah. It's getting I've an animated series, huh. which makes sense. Like, actually, I'm not going to, I'm not going to lie. The entire time I, I played that game from when it came out, I, I even played it again recently with all the extra like stuff that they've added in. And it feels like a Sunday morning cartoon. So, like, when I heard that they're making an animated series, I was like, that ma just makes sense. It just makes sense. Mm -hmm. uh, and, yeah, it's like, honey, I shrunk the kids, but then they go on and, like, the kids go on an actual adventure. Mm -hmm. Like, there is a story. Even though it's a survival game, there is an actual story, like, as to what's going on. And you're trying to figure out, like, what's happened and stuff like that. So, it'll be, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. That's going to be really cool. I wonder if they'll have to... I just wonder if they'll, like... If they'll run into any problems with the ratings commissioning or whatever, or like kids getting freaked out over the spiders and stuff, you know what I mean? Even mm. if it's animated, you know, like they had like that was an issue for a lot of gamers who have a fear, a phobia of spiders. I remember when Skyrim came out, it was a similar thing where people were afraid of spiders. That uh, there was like a mode or a mod where you could change all the spiders into a different enemy or something, you know. Um, there's a mode in I think Grounded where it turns the spider enemies into almost like it just they're just shapes instead. If you are afraid of, if you have a fear of fibers, whatever that, mm -hmm. if you have a fear of spiders, whatever that phobia is, it turns them into acrophobia. Like yeah, so it, it it turns them. I'd actually argue that the thing it turns into is scarier than a spider, which is this weird like, it's just shapes coming at you, which is in my opinion more horrifying than a spider. Um, but I wonder if they're gonna bump into any issues of that. If it's gonna be like a kid friendly animated series, mm -hmm. what's? Anyways, that looks interesting. Looking forward to that. Uh, let's see here. Um, this is this is more happy news for me. I don't know about happy news. Vampire Bloodlines The Masquerade was one of the best RPG games I ever played as a child. Or even as like a young teen in the early 2000s on PC. It was a fantastic... Based off of, based off of the tabletop RPG game. Um, there's now a Battle Royale that's doing really, really well. I don't like it. Um, Bloodlines The Hunt. Um, they were supposed to make Bloodlines 2, which was going to be a sequel to the RPG. Which is like 20 years old at this point. I pre-ordered it, paid for it. They took my money. Mm -hmm. uh, the, the game was good, supposed to come out like two years ago or a year ago or something. Then the the eventually it got like a month to the point, like it was like a month away from coming out. And then everybody, like everybody I knew that pre-ordered the game, they, we all got our money back and the game just got delisted from everywhere. It just disappeared. You couldn't even find out. I think they sent a, me like they sent a message out to all of us saying, hey, like it's on hiatus indefinitely currently or whatever. But um, supposedly they are still working on it, and it is in good hands. So I'm happy about that because 
when I got my money back, I assumed that it canceled the game. You know? Yeah, most I would assume like, so too. Yeah. Most most companies don't give you back your money willingly, you know? Exactly. They, th yeah. they think, okay, that's it. They, they give it a delay. They give it a year delay or something, you know? But no, they, they gave me my money back. So I was like, that's it. They're done. But yeah. no, supposedly the, the game is in good hands and we look forward to showing you more when the team and game is ready. I believe this is because they went to the um, PDX con. People were saying, are we going to see any of it there? And they said, no, you won't, but we are still working on the game. Hmm. I just imagine that it's in the back burner because they're focusing on their live service uh, battle royale game set in the same universe based, I'm assuming, with similar mechanics and whatnot. Um, oh, yeah, I showed you that. This is not really like newsworthy, but this is really cool VR gun that I linked you. Um, bringing in like realistic gun haptics to VR. I'm assuming they mean recoil because that's the way that the thing is built. I would assume that there's some kind of spring-loaded thing inside that gives you the sensation of recoil. You know what I mean? That's cool. Because what 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 other haptics could they be talking about? You know? Yeah. I don't want to have a, a rumble in my hand. That's not realistic. I want if they could put some kind of spring-loaded functioning in the tip of this gun that makes it feel like I'm getting some kind of. I mean, you're already getting a rumble with the tactile yeah. uh, feedback on on yeah. on your VR controllers, anyways. But if I could get actual real-life recoil, that would be sick. You know what I mean? All they have to do is, like, do some kind of spring-loaded thing in there with, a, like, a weight behind it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. To throw off, like, the center. Even if it's small, like, it's enough to, like, totally immer immerse you. That would be cool. Yeah. Um, anyways, the design of it looks pretty cool, too. But I, I, I think that's cool. If I can get... Because um, if you think about it as well, most VR games is, like, you're standing in one spot, hordes of enemies coming towards you, and you're shooting them. You know? Like... A lot of VR games are like that, so it would work. Looks cool. Uh, I mentioned Spider-Man Remastered, so I pre-purchased it. Uh, I pre-purchased it, pre it without even knowing this, but apparently it's coming with some slight special features like um, ray tracing, which I didn't know it's going to have ray tracing. Uh, excited about that. Um, yeah, higher higher quality mode for ray trace reflections. Um, a lot of like NVIDIA DLSS stuff, which is great for me and you who have those graphics cards. Mm-hmm. The, the NVIDIA RTX series. Uh, it looks good. Um, the recommended specs here. Let's see. Um, if you're going to play, yeah, the recommended medium. If you want to play on medium at 1080, 60. Actually, let's take a look at very high. Very high, 4K, 60 FPS. You would need an RTX 3070, which we don't have. We have a 2060. But I'm sure we can get away with that at high instead of very high. Did you need a beefy PC if you want ray tracing on this game? That's insane. Oh my gosh, that is insane. Yeah, that... Okay, so I'm obviously not going to be using the ray tracing regardless, but... Yeah. Uh, I'm sure it'll still look great in my... Playing it on like 2K at 60 FPS. That is rough, dude. That is... Yeah, so... If you have it, by the looks of things, you could... This game looks like it's going to look freaking beautiful on the right PC. Um, Interesting. Oh, graphics cards are graphics card prices are dropping, for the most part. I noticed this as well because I always, yeah, I'm always looking at graphics card prices. Like if I ever get the chance to upgrade, um, I don't think I'm ready. Like I'm, I don't think I'm ready yeah. for upgrade yet. Quite, uh, I I could get a 3060, but I looked at it compared to our 2060, the upgrade isn't that large. You know what I mean? It's not like the it's not like a generational jump. You know, um. If, yeah, if we were going to upgrade, it should be something to like a 3070 minimum if you want to have like a real feeling of like an upgrade, you know? But they're, they're, look, they're still overpriced, but they're getting better priced, which yeah, is yeah. nice to know. So that's, um, 
Oh, and then I think the the last the last bit of news I have here, which is the funniest bit of news. Uh, maybe I should have mentioned this earlier because we're talking about Microsoft. Microsoft making all these moves, Dennis. They have their own clothing line coming out. Have you heard about this? No, I didn't. No, without without looking it up, what do you think the name of Microsoft's clothing line is? And it's a pun. I'll give you that as a hint. It's a pun. Mm, I don't know. Only on the surface. I don't know. No, it's 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 hardware. Ah, <laughs> hardware, yeah. Dennis. Spelt wear like you wear clothing. You know, yeah. it's so bad. Anyways, but yeah, no, hundred percent. Microsoft came out with their own uh, clothing line called Hardware, and it. It's uh, look if 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 it's like puns and stuff like that, I might just uh, I might get it. It's inspired by the normcore movement, which I've never heard of before. It's a lifestyle as a lifestyle the, aesthetic that puts focus on individuals and not on the clothing they wear. Okay, what does that mean? Okay, but then isn't just wearing something like that have some sort of I don't know statement? I don't know. When you said so, normcore, yeah, I, I thought I thought you were talking like. Remember, there was that whole movement of mumblecore movies. Normcore is normcore is like. Normcore is literally like your 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 average like office attire, probably like what you think like your geek squad your geek squad employee looks like. You know what I mean? Glasses, probably khaki shorts or something. You know, um, I'd imagine a lot of polo shirts tucked in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who knows? I have no idea what to expect. There's no pictures or anything. Oh wait, no, there are, there are. Oh, yeah, I'm okay. Well, there's nothing special there. The the word normcore makes more sense now. It just looks like very normal clothing. Like there's nothing special about it that stands out or anything, you know. Anyways, yeah, that's the last bit of news I had. Cool. Um. All right, I guess that's it for this episode. Uh, thanks for everyone who's watching and listening. Or going to be on break for a couple weeks unless I can get some good Wi-Fi in London. Yeah. Uh, we can do something on Discord or something, something. Here, here in London. We'll yeah. be on the same time zone, more or less, as well, which is good. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah y- if, if not, if, if anything big comes out, I'm more than happy to cover it and, uh, and we can put it up. Yeah. Cool. Uh, make sure to subscribe to this YouTube channel, youtube.com slash revog. Uh, you can also... Subscribe to our podcast, which is on Anchor.fm or Spotify. You can follow me on Twitter at ThinkHero or Instagram, Dennis.TZNG. Josh, where can people find you? You guys can find me on the Revog Discord channel. There should be a link in the description below. If you guys ever want to talk video games, you can find me there. I should be at the top right, listed as Josh. I'm online most of the time. And you guys can find me on Twitch at It's Thespis, all lowercase, all one word. Uh, if, if we get myself up to 100 followers on there, I will start streaming actively again. Cool. All right. Until next time, we'll see you guys later. Later. <laughs>